Welcome to Submerge, the podcast. I'm your host, Leia Leone. Join me as I sit down with kinky people from kinky communities and share kinky stories. We will submerge ourselves into BDSM culture, covering trends, experiences, education, and more. We'll talk with every side of the slash, from newcomers to leaders to everyone in between. Follow us on Instagram at sub.mergelife for updates and info. Now strap yourself in or strap someone else in and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Submerge the Podcast. I'm your host, Leia Leone. We've got a special never-before-seen guest today. No, just kidding. (laughs) Asshole. (laughs) Rush is in the house with me, and we are, yeah. Uh, We're going to do an episode on, I want to focus on a topic that I don't, I don't think we've ever done this before. And it popped into my brain the other day. And I was like, you know what? We've never just solely focused on this specific topic. And I think it's an important fucking topic that everybody should be talking about. What's the topic, Leia? Uh, The topic is consent. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Boring. Nay, nay, I say. It's the most exciting I thing. I love how nay, nay, I say has just stuck. It just brings me joy. I am. I will also have you know, I am wearing my consent shirts today. Oh, no shit. Um, be, before I realized that that's what we're doing, only because it matched my pantalones. So I love it. I love it. There's a back to it. Consent so anyway, see. this I is the it. old, this is the old pre-design, whatever. That's cool. Uh, I mean, if you insist, we can talk about fucking consent. <laughs> Uh, it is necessary. Let's just we're let's, quiet. Yeah, let's just caveat this entire episode. Consent is necessary with all things kinky. Life. And step further, pretty much everything you fucking do in life. Life. <laughs> uh, that is one misnomer that I think people kind of get wrong or don't really think about is that um, consent should be something you use all the time, no matter what situation you're in. And I think a lot of people just assume when you hear it in the kink world that it just applies to kinky stuff and BDSM and then sex. But like everything else is also like you have, you have to be able to give and receive consent just for things as simple as like, Oh, may I hug you? Or May I help you take your things to your car? You don't just grab someone's groceries and be like, I'm helping you. Like, you wouldn't do that. I do. Oh, wow. (laughs) What the fuck, dude? (laughs) Let me help you with that. That's It's assuming the clothes. Like, I let me help you with that is I'm going to. Now you have the option to say no. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess when it's something oh my God. sort of benign, like taking I'm a nice rapist. I rape you with my niceness. Oh my God. This is going to go really well. Maybe I'm not the right person to talk about this. <laughs> no, I think it is. I think you are because you can offer, we, we can offer both sides. I think. I actually think uh, I can offer perspective of somebody who does a lot of nonverbal stuff. Okay. Um, and, uh, which can be beneficial or really fucking negative. I've had positives and negatives okay. in my life from being a very nonverbal person. Okay. There's so many words that I tell you, I don't say enough in the right times. So, <laughs> Do you ever think of shit like way after like the situation yeah. happens? 
And then Listen, you're like, Fuck, I still why didn't I say that? Shit six years later, yeah, I remember same. my first quote, quote, kink encounter. And to this day, I'm like, you dumbass bitch. You are real stupid. You know that? You are real dumb. Like, like why? to this day. Yeah. Why didn't I, I say just, that? Fuck. I just broke with somebody with this knife in my pocket just in case. Okay. But like, I was fine and the person was fine. But like, if I was that cautious that I had to have a knife in my pocket, Maybe I shouldn't have consented. Um, so wait, you were the bottom in this scenario? Yeah, this is, listen, this is the early days. Because if you were the top and you had a knife in your pocket, I'd be like, safety That's first. Thing. That's no, a good thing. I didn't thing. know shit. I didn't know shit. Okay. Okay. I was stupid. I get this. I was like hanging. And you know what? This person was my friend until they died. So like, it's not, it's not on them. It's on me. Yeah. But at the same time, that's, anyway, that's, that's, that's neither here nor there. Anyway. So. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Consent. Um. When you said you want to do consent, I actually looked it up and Wikipedia says there are four types of consent. Now, this is neither here nor there. But let me tell you a few of these. Okay. Types. Um, implied consent. Okay. Informed consent. Okay. Unanimous consent. And expressed consent, I think, was the fourth one. I thought it was enthusiastic consent. Mm, that's just a kink term oh um types of consent include implied consent express consent informed and unanimous consent Mm -hmm. and then of course it you know it branches out from there yeah and i was looking over some of these and they all let me gather my thoughts i have so many thoughts on this (laughs) so like we do consent things whether we realize it or not all day yeah i would agree with that all day we are making decisions for ourselves I consent to eat this fucking chicken sandwich or I don't like, I don't give a shit if you gave it to me, you know, dumb shit all the way up to, I consent to allowing my work to keep me late and I, or I don't. And some stuff we do as implied consent Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as I think this should be a begrudgingly consented. (laughs) I consented begrudgingly <laughs> because that probably that's like 80% is one. of my fucking life right yeah. I don't know why that's not a thing but we do so many things we don't want to do but we consent to do and I think that's a huge thing that I bring into the kink world to explain to people there's so much shit that you've done that you may not have wanted to do but you consented to do and not, right. I'm not talking about CNC which is consensual non-consent that's another category sure sure so, so anyway, wouldn't you wouldn't you say yeah. though that like it yes you're consenting but if you actually don't want to do it then you're like you're doing it wrong you're not you're not giving the enthusiastic the informed the uh, yes whatever the other ones are I got to write them down yeah. apprehensive consent I think is the word I was looking for that's a really many of us do a very apprehensive consent which I would say it's not consent then and you're gonna end up like it, it is because if you're telling somebody yes but you are apprehensive right. about it you're gonna have a bad time I think it is consent but it's not it shouldn't have been consent. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. But let's use an example. I, as a woman, have done this multiple times. And I think that, and this can we can delve into this because I know you and I have talked about this previously, mm-hmm. is today I do something, tomorrow I regret it, so I call it not consent. Yeah. I have personally not done that because I am an adult. 
removed consent after the fact. I That's don't it. agree with it. I so don't agree I have it. had sex with a person that I wasn't really enthusiastic about having sex with because I did not have the gum. What's the word? G- gumption. Gumption. To yeah. Say no, because I had been trained my entire life as a cis woman, right? Yeah. Um, especially dealing with men. Uh, that we don't make waves. Mm-hmm. And if they don't take our, oh, <laughs> I'm okay, then you just go with it. Yeah. And this is, uh, this led me to multiple very traumatic experiences when I was younger. But then also, when I think I've learned my motherfucking lesson to go and have sex with somebody that I'm not enthusiastic with, but they have not done any- this, this part right here. They haven't done anything to me. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't hurt me. They haven't pushed themselves on me. They clearly like me, but I don't necessarily like them back in that sense. Maybe it's just the friendship thing, but I end up having, you know, I fuck them anyway. And then later go, mm, shouldn't have done that, Vicky. You should have had the fucking cojones to be like, no, I'm good. Yeah. But I literally did not possess that quality in me, even though it was in my brain. It wasn't in my mouth to express. And that is something that I have worked super hard on and I still suck at it. So what I do is if I know I don't know how to fucking say no because I don't know how to hurt people's goddamn fucking feelings, I don't put myself in situations that I'm going to have to deal with that. I've gotten better at saying no, but still, you know, I got my moment. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's knowing yourself well enough to know how you need mm-hmm. to take care of yourself, right? So that's preemptive. And you know, if I'm not willing, mm-hmm. if I'm not willing to hurt a person's feelings by yeah. saying no, because I don't want to give consent and regret it later, right? then I'm going to remove myself from situations that will put me in those scenarios. I never I said, yes, let's have sex. But I never said no when that person made advances, which is a normal typical thing for people to do when they're trying to make you know what i mean yeah like i was dating a girl and i was like i don't know what the fuck to do so we're watching a movie and i put my arm over her shoulder like with a yawn like it's fucking 1952 (laughs) right like should i have asked for consent nah but like you know what i mean it's there's a lot of unspoken things that we do and i'll use the head you know life more because I feel like gay boys especially have nailed this nonverbal like twinkle of the eye, yeah. nudge of the dick, and the next thing you know, they're fucking and everybody's happy. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> but also gay boys are much better at being like, go fuck yourself. I don't want to fuck you and your tiny dick. You know what I mean? Like they're just yeah. better at that shit. Yeah. Um, and I feel like women have not been empowered thus far. We're working on it to say no. And then not be made to feel shitty for it. This is the problem because I think plenty of us possess the power to say no. Yeah. It is what comes after usually. And I am completely like stereotyping here um, because it doesn't happen to everybody. And I know that there are people that don't do this to women. Yeah. We're using the bad examples. Right. Um, But in some scenarios, there's the dick and I don't give a shit if you're male or female, you can still be a dick and an asshole. Right. Who, when you're told no, you flip the script and you're like hitting on somebody. And then this person says, no, thank you. I'm not interested. And you turn into a fucking douchebag about it. And you make them feel like total hell for turning you down. Which that's your fucking problem because you can't take rejection. Mm -hmm. And it's not appropriate. And you, I guess a part of this talk, I want to make sure to focus on how not, to receive consent how to receive consent and how to receive non-consent 
And to do it in an adult fashion where you're not, if you're going to ask someone for consent, you have to be prepared for any answer. You cannot just be expecting a yes. Clap, clap, bitch. You are right. Mm -hmm. And if you have to be okay with every answer, if you ask for consent. Yeah. And if you're not, I'll take it a step further. If you're not prepared to get a no and you're only prepared to get a yes, then you're not fucking mature enough to be doing what you're asking for consent for. Because you, that shouldn't even be, you, you have to be available to receive either answer. It's such a multi-level conversation. You know what I mean? Because there are people who are very black and white. I will not do anything unless you ask and I say yes. And I use enthusiasm. I know those people. I applaud those people for knowing how to vocalize. And I also feel bad for them because sometimes they get labeled as bitchy, as rude, as this or that, because they're very forthcoming with their verbiage right very clear with their verbiage which can sound really cunty sometimes well go fuck yourself at least you know where they stand it also i'll take it i'll i'll go the flip side of that like sometimes it's not bitchy or cunty it just for a for a romantic or for somebody who wants to be like in the mood it comes across as very pragmatic and cold so it's less romantic and it's less Ooh, we're just going with the flow like because it's hard to go with the flow when Mm -hmm. you're stopping and saying do I have your consent to do this or is this okay with you but there are ways to ask those questions and communicate with your partner in fact I would say there's better ways to communicate before you're in those moments Mm-hmm. And come up with some language that maybe is not, is it okay if I fuck you in the ass now? Maybe you have a conversation. Damn, before, that turned me on. You know what I mean? Like you don't <laughs> want to be in the moment and have to yeah. say that. But maybe yeah. if you have a conversation and be like, hey, this is something I really want to try. And I don't really want to just say that sentence while we're in the middle of things. So what can I kind of say in order to let you know that I want to try this while we're in the thick of it? And no pun intended. (laughs) And then where do we go from there? But you you can develop those conversations with um, partners, with current partners, I think a lot easier than you can with maybe somebody you're just meeting for the first time and right. you're trying to, you know, if you want to hook up Do or something. Do you know what this leads to? This leads to what's the tip of the pyramid? Partner selection. Partner selection. We've never heard that <laughs> term before. In my household, my wifey likes to use the words partner selection for all problem solving. And and we all do because it's accurate. So if you are a verbal communicator, you need to partner select somebody who is a verbal communicator or somebody who's willing to match your energy. If you are a a nonverbal consent, whatever, and I'm not talking about scenes and, you know, relationships. I'm just talking like two vanilla people on a fucking date right right if you're like let me touch her shoulder and see if she likes that and if she doesn't pull away that means she you know what i mean Nonverbal shit right partner selection first before you ever come to a point where consent might be a quote-unquote issue mm-hmm. have those types of conversations if you're vanilla and you're on your first fucking second third date at dinner what are some things like how can i tell you know, what are some things you're into and have that conversation. So you've built a foundation of consent so that you know what would be consented and then give them the opportunity 
to do it. Now, if you're yeah. going with this whole, well, she pulled her shoulder away. And if she pulls her fucking shoulder away, maybe that's a sign. Yeah. And you shouldn't try to touch her again. Right. Yeah. Be be respectful of somebody's implied or insinuated consent things. And again, partner selection. I think it all comes back down to trust and partner selection. Because if I have, like, I am a very primal person, um, in my personal, and I don't do this with like pickup, which I don't really do pickup play. Uh, if I don't do this with like, like you and I will talk about shit, right? When yeah. we play, because we're not fucking. Um, so um, I don't do certain things with you, period, without even asking if they're okay, because they ain't, we're not doing them. Right. But there's certain things I ask of what type of mood were you trying to get to, whatever, that I may never ask my own personal partners, um, because I, if I'm in a primal zone, uh, consent is very fluid and I trust my person to communicate back to me and vice versa. Right. Yeah. And so consent becomes fluid. Yes. I feel like that's more of a 201 conversation, but I think some people use that as an excuse of, well, she seemed like she liked it. Yeah. If you ain't motherfucking sure, maybe just ask, take the awkward, you know, hit and ask. I've also heard this from people. Well, I've seen them do this with other people before. Um, yeah, that doesn't mean this bullshit. I choked on my water. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that is a very, very poor way to go about getting consent from someone that you are entertaining any type of situation with. Um, They might know that person for years. They might trust that person. They might have had in-depth, crazy long hours of conversation with that person about why they finally gave them consent. Or They might have wanted to give you consent on Monday and not on Tuesday. I may do something with you on Monday that I no longer want to do on Tuesday, whether I'm not in the mood or I never want to do it again. Irrelevant reasons that you can discuss later. Yeah, good point. Consent on Monday does not mean consent on Tuesday. Yeah. Again, fluidity within relationships and partnerships and blah, blah, blah is on you guys to figure out. But like, if I'm on a, we're dating and I'm on my fifth date with you and we do this thing, don't assume that we can do it on the next day. Go for it, but be prepared to hear a no. Yeah. So how does somebody deal with, I don't even know, like there's so many fucking branches of consent. I don't even know which part to start talking about. There really are. I I would say... I mean, I would say, because you you touched on this earlier, you're like, it's all about partner selection, right? And it's a, yeah. it is about trust. And you do yeah. have to have some level of trust with somebody that you're going to do things that yes. if consent is going to become an issue, yeah. if trust isn't there, it, it's you're going to have a bad time. Here's but, the fucking thought. Vet the people that you that, may be having to give consent to. Tops that, and bottoms and everybody in between. That. Vet them. Not with their friends and besties, but with their body. Yeah. And if they don't want to be vetted or they got fucking feelings about certain people in the community or this, that, what, whatever, right? Fill in the blank. Uh, red flags much? Yeah. So. Well, yeah. And it's, I mean, it comes down to vetting and it comes down to communication. So, mm-hmm. I mean, in order to vet somebody, you've got to communicate with other people. Also communicate with this person. And don't be afraid to ask the hard questions. Don't be afraid to say like, okay, in order for me to trust you, I need to know this, this, and this about you. I need to know what you do if this happens. I need to know what how you feel about me reacting this way. What if I were to do that? There are things you can just have a fucking conversation about and 
you will alleviate a lot of this gray area when it comes to whether or not someone actually gave you explicit consent. Yes. Pew, pew, pew. Today's episode is sponsored by the wonderful folks over at Dyadict Rope. Dyadict Rope has great products over on their page. Visit dyadictrope.com to find a beautiful assortment of colored rope, handcrafted metal suspension rings, and low temperature wax for play. And they even have blacklight reactive colors that are super fun to get creative with. The best part, if you head over to dyadicrope.com now and enter the coupon code SUBMERGE at checkout, you can save 15% on your next order. Head over to dyadicrope.com, D-Y-E-A-D-D-I-C-T-R-O-P-E.com. Be sure to use that coupon code SUBMERGE at checkout, and you're going to save yourself 15% on some pretty amazing products. Pew, pew, pew. I... It's such a frustrating topic to talk about because the people that need to hear this most, even if they hear it, do not always receive it. This is going to come off really fucking bad, but I want people to hear what I'm saying in a positive manner. Not everybody has the social, emotional, intellectual depth to receive or give all types of consent, right? Verbal, Mm -hmm. nonverbal, whatever. There are a bunch of people Like, I'm on the fucking spectrum, but I'm on the side of the spectrum that is extremely intuitive with people shit. Mm -hmm. So, like, for the most part, I pick up stuff. There are a bunch of people who are the opposite, who do not pick up on social cues. So, it becomes the responsibility, who consent and where the responsibility lies. In my opinion, it's on both parties, right? Yes. Um, Yes. It is your responsibility that if level one of consent requests, like something nonverbal doesn't work, it is now your responsibility to move to level two, which is, you know, verbal, no, no, thank you, three, four, whatever. So you Mm -hmm. fucking punch them in the face and run, you know? Right. Uh, And it's on your uh, receiving end of consent to first try to get the the cues then get the verbiage and honestly you should never go past the verbiage in my opinion and so on and so forth but some people don't get those i know plenty of people that have do not have my consent to hug me at events Mm -hmm. and continuously try and you would think that they would understand that because the first 1700 times i said no thank you yeah and they continuously try yeah. because it is on, and that's my fault. That's not their fault. And that's because I have never said, I don't want to hug you specifically because I, it sounds so terrible to me because they have done nothing wrong. It's easier to say fuck you in many you know languages to someone who's doing something wrong, mm-hmm. right? Pushy, mm-hmm. rapey, whatever, than to somebody who is just trying to get fill in the blank out of you, a scene, a relationship, a fucking hug, right? A hug. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to say no to people who are not mean because it feels so personal to them. It's not a personal attack. No is not a personal attack. It is a preference of somebody, right? If you are not my type, I'm allowed to say no to you without you feeling butthurt. Oh, I'm not pretty enough for him or I'm not handsome enough for her. Mm-hmm. maybe you the fuck are not that is your feelings to deal with or maybe this person likes really bushy eyebrows and you got thin eyebrows and they attracted to them like i don't fucking know right right the, the reasoning could be discussed later in a mutual you know whatever but people have to learn to say no myself included knowing that it's a personal reason rather than a general reason right well and no That's yeah hard. 
no is no is a decision that you're making for yourself Mm -hmm. based on your own opinions and thoughts and feelings and if it's about another person then Mm -hmm. that other person their feelings they're they're responsible for their feelings right they can't they can't blame you and say you hurt my feelings by saying no no that I I your feelings may be hurt and that is valid but they are yours to deal with and they are yours to own and they are yours to sort through of why are we feeling why are we feeling sad we feel rejected okay it's sad to get rejected sometimes that's okay but you know what it happens and Mm -hmm. there's an ask for every seat and there's probably somebody who would Completely be willing to date you, fuck you. I prefer you, this an ass for face, but go on. Ooh, okay. Okay. Sometimes two <laughs> asses for, for one face. You never know. Um, yeah, but I think that I think that's where we get caught up is that, like you said, we take it as a personal attack. Yeah. I know I have. I've taken it as a personal thing. Yeah. If I try to come on to somebody or try to flirt with somebody and they are not having it, I think, okay, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What do I need to change about myself? That is a toxic road to go down because you will then find yourself conforming to what you think other people will like and you're not being authentic with yourself if that's happening. So It's so hard. And again, I don't, I've never lived as a man, so I can't answer for men. I can only say it seems from my perspective um, that men have the leeway in life, I'm not talking about relationships and shit, to say no easier than women do. Um, I'm always afraid to say that these days because everybody's like, oh, it's all about women. But like, historically, (laughs) historically, I think it has been generally accepted more when a man says no, he means no. When a woman says no, it yeah. means maybe, or it means keep trying. Yes. Why? Yeah, they're just being elusive. They're just playing hard to get. They're right. just whatever. Um, maybe it's, they are, but maybe they're not. So, like, women went and fucked us all up for us. I, well, so. I don't think women did. I think society did with our fucking movies and songs. Right. and expectations of playing, requiring to play hard to get. Yes. Right. I'll take it back. Yeah, I, I don't think so, women were at the bottom of this at all. I think that it just, it's been the stereotype that we've been placed in and people just assume that, well, yeah, it's I like a romance novel. The, I appreciate the current generation of communication. I mean, so, some of them are stunted, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so bad. Who <laughs> <laughs> should I hear kids say these days? I'm like, what happened to y'all? Who hurt you? Lols. But, all the right? lols. But, but. <laughs> Children these days have so much more informed communication about what consent is. The word consent was never, I don't even think brought up Yeah. when I was in high school. Never, ever. School, anything, right? Do you ever remember the word consent? Never. Never was a topic of conversation. And in fact, you just brought up a good point. I just talked to my 15-year-old the other day who used the word consent about a story about somebody and and yeah. used it val I was like holy shit like you are you are speaking yeah. way way outside my age range at that age 
Yeah. I, I like the, the communication regarding consent yes. has dramatically changed. It has. And it I'm has. super happy about for the that. good. For the good. Yeah. For the good. It's yeah. Definitely. Now the the downside is because a lot of us are still uh stunted potatoes like myself. Um <laughs> what a lot of just a little potato that never got bigger. <laughs> um a little potato communication. And <laughs> so what they do is they ghost. I don't know how to hurt your feelings yeah, yeah. by doing it. So I'm going to chicken out and yeah. just ghost you. I'm not talking about somebody who ghosts somebody who's just been harassing you. Or whatever. I'm just talking about like, yeah. hey, we had a really nice day. Yeah, me too. When you didn't. And then you don't know how to hurt somebody's feelings because that's what you think will happen. Because that's the expectation. Because most of the time when you say no to somebody, they're get, they get their feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, I'm just not going to hurt their feelings. And I'm just going to disappear. Yeah. And so the same person that I was friends with until he passed, had that frustration with multiple people who he would be like, Oh, they ghosted me. I've been heard from them, this and that. And he was, I think in his 60s. And I said, my dude, is it possible that they are just communicating via the like the absence speaks for them at this point yeah yeah because they don't want to hurt your feelings well that doesn't mean my feelings would get hurt but maybe they don't have that feeling they don't have that trust in you that they can be upfront about i'm not interested it took me a couple years to transition from play partners to friends with that person and it took me doing some distancing without hurting their feelings before I could say, I'd like to just be friends. Not mm. because I didn't think he could handle it, but I also wasn't sure that I wasn't going to hurt his feelings. Was that on me? Yes. But was it also on that person to read between the lines a little bit and say, hey, it seems uh, it's, see, it's, this is a gray area. It really gets gray. You, you have known me for two years and it seems like you've been a little distant. Is it because I'm asking you to play? Ask the questions. Yeah. Allow that person uh, say, hey, it's a safe space to say no to me. I will not be upset. I just want to know where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important too. That builds with so much more trust yeah. Yeah. in you. If, if somebody said, hey, are you trying to say no to me? That's okay. I just want to know where we stand. I'd be like, oh my God. Yes. I was just trying to find the right words because yeah. I really like you and I want you to my life, but I don't know how to, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I do agree with you. I see that there is two sides, especially if you know somebody and you have interacted for so long, I can understand the almost expectation that Mm -hmm. you would have that nonverbal consent. You would be able to pick up on the little nuances in their body language and in their behavior and in their words that, oh, the way she maybe is saying no right now is, hey, not right now. I don't really feel like it. And then after a couple times, you know, all right, we're getting the hint. But right. also. You can't assume people are going to get the hint. You can't assume that. You cannot assume that. Just like they can't assume that you are just going to want to fuck. You can't assume that they're going to realize you don't. No Fun one fact, is I a... shave my legs for you while I'm still in my house, I probably want to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Is this you giving consent to anyone who notices that your legs are shaved? While I'm at home. Oh, while you're at home. No, it's not. Do not listen to that. That's hilarious. 
You can have people knocking on the door now. <laughs> just let me look at your legs. I want to see your legs. <laughs> uh, for real, for real. If I invite you over and we kick in it, and like there's a possible interest, and I went ahead and shaved my legs, but I'm gonna be home, like ain't going nowhere. See, that's when I go. Oh, you I'm- shaved your legs. What are you expecting to happen tonight? And then I go, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't know. Stunted potato. Stunted potato. (laughs) I want a t-shirt that says stunted potato. That's hilarious. I'll (laughs) add that to the merch shop. Jesus. (sighs) Um, No, but it it is. I've, I've, I've not always been like this, but I have learned over the years that if I want to have sex, I explicitly say I want to fuck. So are we going to do this? And then if the other person (laughs) is like, Okay, then I'm like there. There it is. There's the fucking consent yeah, right there. We're going downstairs. We're getting a, we're getting it on. But I don't like. I never used to do that. I always used to be like, yeah. mm-hmm, look at my butt <laughs> while I'm in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I would try to get them to come on to me. Now I'm like, yeah. I'm not wasting time. I'm gonna die soon. I want to be. You I want to. So <laughs> I want to get in this. Like, <laughs> Mama needs a cream pie. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I think that should also be, let's play what should be on the t-shirt. And mama needs a green pie, but it's actually just a pie. Yes, just a pie. Stunted potato and mama needs a cream pie. Those are the shirts that are coming out of this fucking episode. Yes, perfect. perfect. I want to be that person. I think I still have a lot of undealt trauma from very non-consensual things um, that have still stunted me where I'm still working past them. I'm okay. Like I don't have like everyday issues. Like I'm good now. Ain't nothing non-consensual happened to me. Knock on wood in a long ass fucking time. You know what I mean? Um, I've learned to be like, get your finger out of there. (laughs) Like if (laughs) you know what I mean, (laughs) if you're encroaching on my booty hole and I ain't in the mood, I'd be like, nay, nay, I say, yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm good at that now without, without being aggressive about it. But again, that's because I have become extremely selective with my partnerships that uh, are going to require things for me to say no. Yeah. So yeah. I'd like to be more like you, but I'm just on that. I mean, and I, have my, I have my shitty parts too. So don't. Yeah. Okay. Remember I was telling you about the date that I had where I didn't shave my hoo-ha because, I was, because this is my belief that if I don't shave my hoo-ha, I will not be a te- fucking, what's the word I'm looking tempted. for? Tempted. Tempted to fuck on a first date or whatever How'd and then go this for person, bitch <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker said give me the machete i like me an amazon jungle and i was like <laughs> what'd you say on the last episode this is a this is all australian outback people <laughs> Aborigines live here and Australians go on walkabouts in this in this bush. Oh my god. Uh, I just need everybody to know that since that episode has aired, the bush has been dealt with. That's I miss good. it already. Oh bummer. Um, and fuck you, patriarchy and peer pressure and fuck everybody. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, fuck. Um, but I apparently I do. So enough to at least dream. <laughs> Enough no to give it a good trim. Spotted in some time. Oh my goodness! Um, That's hilarious. So anyways, all right. So this is so you we've go. covered you informed. <laughs> you've covered informed consent. Uh, well, no, we haven't really. Let's talk about informed consent. Do you have the definitions pulled up? 
I did. And actually, while we were chitty patting, um, I, uh, what's the word? What I say? Uh, chitty chatting would be the word, but chitty patting is what you just said. So, so chitty patting. Okay. While we were chitty patting, um, <laughs> I pulled up. So I've talked about this numerous times. Uh, Whistler on FET. Yeah. Um, uh, Whistler has that writing that's called Not All Mistakes Are Created Equal. Mm, and yes. it's it's more about what happens when something goes wrong, but I suggest that everybody goes and reads this. Yes. Um, it's because there's the unavoidable accident, the controllable accident, the negligence, uh, recklessness, intentional yeah. misconduct, right? And that goes all to consent. Was it unintentional consent violation? Was it uninformed? Was it at a place of ignorance because you didn't do your due diligence or was it on purpose? Like all of those things matter yeah. when you're dealing with a consent issue, yeah. no matter how minor or major, because a lot of people have come to me when I used to run a group and I would have to deal with these things. They're like, well, this person violated my consent. And I said, okay, I hear you. Let's talk about it. What happened? And by the time they finished telling me all the details, I'm like, what happened was <laughs> You did not communicate. They did not communicate. There was a miscommunication. And now everybody gone and fucked up. Whoa, well, you're a victim shamer. No, I'm not. I'm going to talk to that person and say, hey, these are the consequences for your actions. However, these actions clearly are from a place of ignorance, not mal uh, malicious. They're not malicious. I think yeah. that's a huge definition um, or definer of if something is malicious or is it not. Yeah. I mean, right. are you ill-informed? Are you yeah. uninformed? Or are you being a cunt? Like, right. I, are you, I, let's just say rapey because that's clear, right? Right. Are you rapey? Um, are you just a dumbass who's refusing to do the work it takes? Or were you just really trying to do the right thing? And you forgot and to you ask the right questions. Yeah. 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 And it I does happen. All those, all those people should not be treated the same. And I think that's the, my main issue that I've dealt with in our local community is that we will burn the same, we will burn people on the cross in the same level as somebody who like really aggressively violated consent maliciously to somebody who meant well and did it by accident right. and would like to correct themselves. They don't need to burn on the same cross, if that makes sense. Yeah. In my opinion, hot take, pew, pew, pew. Yeah, no, and I would agree with that. I think there's different levels um, of punishment or corrective action right. if there if we have it in our legal system then we should definitely have it in our kink communities right. that there's different levels of corrective action that go into um someone who does something wrong within our our walls yeah. so i'm not talking about repeat offenders either i'm talking about like one time yeah things. i mean if this is somebody's first offense and you know i'm using air quotes with offense right yeah. this is somebody they they can, they violated someone's consent. Let's get the whole story. Let's um, let's make sure we're hearing both sides. Let's maybe sit them down together and see if we can mediate a conversation about what actually happened. And let's see if we can tr somehow try to make amends and move forward with new knowledge and new information about how we can be better and how we can do it differently and be more successful next time. I, right. I this sounds like common sense to yeah. me, but I fear that this is not common sense to most people. It, it, even if it is, at, common sense does not go hand in hand with strong feelings. So when somebody has oh, been God, either yeah. slighted 
or hurt or feels like something bad has happened to them and is unwilling to sit down and discuss why it happened, how it happened, and what the extent of the bad is, yeah. it's very hard to reason with a person like that. I have had multiple people who have come to me with consent violation allegations who have six months later say, oh, yeah, no, it wasn't that bad. Bitch, you made me go through so much headache. Oh, that's... And I took you seriously, yeah. and I did this and this and this to that person based on what you fucking said, because I believe you. My job is to believe you and then try to get some fucking proof. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and then you're like, oh, well, you know, it was, it was a great situation. And I definitely was like, meh, 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 meh. So... Um, what were you asking about? Um, informed consent? Yeah. What is the definition of informed consent? Per Wikipedia, informed consent in medicine, so take that as you will, is consent given by a person who, who has a clear appreciation and understanding of the facts, implications, and future consequences of an action. This is my favorite kind of consent. This is good. The term is also used in other contexts, such as social scientific research, when participants are asked to affirm that they understand the research. Let's use the kink instead of research. Okay. Um, uh, procedure and consent to it or in sex. Aha. My favorite word, where informed consent means each person engaged in sexual activity is aware of any positive status um, that they might be exposing themselves to, like such as STIs and such. Sure. sure. So I think informed consent is my favorite. I like it because it it removes all, um, it kind of removes like the feeling out of like whether or not you just feel like giving consent or feel like not giving consent. It is educated. It is, yeah. hey, I'm going to seek information. I'm yeah. going to seek to understand. I'm going to seek to um, figure out uh, my favorite part of those is what might be the consequences of that this. Part. I think things like rope, impact, you know, those type of things, informed consent is, in my opinion, some of the most important because yeah. you are informed of the positives and the negatives. You are informed uh, that you might have subspace, top space afterwards. You're mm -hmm. informed you might have cuts. You're informed, and so on and so forth, so on yeah. and so forth. Yeah. Um, and then you can consent to what you want to do. Yeah. You know, yep. um, I like in, informed consent even for things like primal because even though we don't discuss everything that's going to happen, I say, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Okay with that? And they go, okay. And I say, informed consent. It, Things might break, things might hurt, things might. Nobody ever told me when I did that group scene that my ear might uh, perforate and I might need, I won't hear for my ear for a month. Right. Right. That was implied. <laughs> right. That there is damage that might happen to your body. Right. What was informed was are you understanding of the fact that you may get hurt? We don't know how exactly, but it might happen. And we are all informed and consenting to the fact that Vicky's got insurance. Yes. <laughs> and that insurance gonna take care of it. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's do you know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't every single little thing, even though if that's what you're doing, great. Right. You know, it's it's why I don't play a lot with people when I do I think primals, you can't you can't negotiate primal like that. You can't. I mean and it's I a think that's why I like impact with people that I'm kind of quote quote pickup playing. It's so much more black and white, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or some might say black and blue. Mm. Oh. <laughs> You're so extra. Okay. Um, okay. So I like 
informed consent. I think everybody is aware of what that means. Yeah. How to get there, ask a lot of questions. And if you are the person who might be um, more experienced, offer a lot of information. So if you've had experience with this before, if you are a rigger that has tied a lot of people, if you are an impact player that has hit a lot of different people, offer your experiences. Hey, one time I did hit somebody and I got them right on this spot and they had a little bit of nerve pain for a week and a half. Mm -hmm. If that happens, are you okay with that? Cool. Okay. Stuff like that. It's just general conversation about things that might happen to give people more education to make an informed decision, which allows for informed consent. I think consent given and received at the end of the day is one of the bases of like human interaction. If you are not a shit human, you strive, no matter the means of how you do it, to have consent in all of your interactions, Mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. period so i think the takeaway from this entire discussion is are you a shitty person or are you not because i think what happens is even good-ish people will push consent boundaries because they are wrapped up in the moment of their self-serving stuff yeah. right let's go back to men and women because it's the easiest example a man's out on a date he's if he stopped to think with his big brain instead of his little brain, he might have said, not sure how she feels about this. She's been a little quiet. Maybe I won't push for a kiss at the end of the night. Right. Right. But they are, I've done all the things I've done nothing wrong. I'm doing everything that society told me I should be doing. So I guess I'm going to get a kiss at the end of the night. Like if you are truly being a kind and open and a person who wants the person in front of you to feel safe with you, which is consent at the end of the day is I consent to doing this thing with you and feeling safe, even when you're not being safe. Right. Mm-hmm. I am safe in the knowledge that these people will care for me when I am broken Yeah, or, or will help me get taken care of. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So like, just if you're a good person, consent should come really easy. And if you fuck up consent and you're a good person, resolution should be easy. And then it should not repeat itself. Yeah. Yeah. So partner motherhood selection. Yeah. And I'm going to go back to what you said, because I know I know I don't want anybody to think that we're like man shaming because I've had plenty of women. I kid. I've had plenty of women are way pushier. uh, Women have a lot of higher expectations of women when they're out on a date, I think. Do you think so? With women with women? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Or women with men. Maybe I'm not a guy, so I don't know. But all the dates I've been on with women, some there's been a handful where they have expected the same shit you're talking about. Right. We're kind of putting that stereotype on where are they? some Hit men. Me up. Oh, my God. <laughs> you whore. <laughs> <laughs> I need aggressive behavior towards me. I, it's not mm. like aggressive. It's just assumptive. 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 I need assumptive behavior. Oh, okay. Well, I'll give them your number. So none of your types are my types. Oh. <laughs> well, clearly they're not my type either because I'm not with them. <laughs> Damn it! I get what you're saying. I actually think if you if you want to flip and reverse it, um, I know. Um, I just had the mis- yeah, you felt it. You felt <laughs> I felt it. that <laughs> shit. Oh my god! I felt I that shit. It. Um, uh, so <laughs> I tried so hard to get it out of my head. If you, okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> if you 
flip it around and reverse it. Um, <laughs> women think in society, I'm not talking about kink at this moment. Women think, oh, well, I'm a woman who says no to me. Like who, what kind of dick would say no? There you know are what a I lot mean? of women like, who feel that way. Well, if a woman's coming on to you, pussy is pussy. Bitch, no, the fuck it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the fuck it's not. Yeah. Because some of it's attached to crazy and I'm, you are off, you know, the, the scale. Don't we all get scale. fuck crazy. Stop putting your dick in crazy. Stop putting your strap on in crazy and stop putting your fucking tongues in crazy. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop and I'm not talking it. about like mental crazy, like the one that I take meds for. I'm talking bitch ass <laughs> crazy. And we all know the motherfucking difference. Yes. You are. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you I don't... got nothing else to say without yeah. canceling my damn self. You yeah. know exactly what I mean. I'm not talking about, oh, she's got, no, no, not that bitch. That's me. I take meds. We're fine. I'm talking about crazy bitches on out there running these streets, making us all look bad. When are you going to run for office? That's what, that's what I want to know. I want to see you on a soapbox. I just think you could, you could change the world. I, I know I can. If I can, uh, you know what though? These ableist motherfuckers can't even let Biden get one stuttering sentence out. They ain't never going to let me win because I have good days and bad days. And they're going to be like on a bad day. Oh, she's been drinking or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. They would have just assumed the, the worst. Oh my God. So let's do, let's play examples. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you an example and you're going to give me like a short scenario of, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this thing and this is how it happens and this is how it ends. Um, you're at a dungeon. Okay. And you are a female who is interested in males and you'd like to bottom for a scene. Um, how do you approach and gain consent from somebody that you have been eyeing at the dungeon? Okay. So this is a tough one for me because I'm really going to have to role play here because I don't do pickup play. I know. Which, pretend, bitch. Pretend. So I'm going to pretend. I'm just letting <laughs> everybody know that. Um, you Is it better if it's like a woman? It doesn't have to be a man. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't matter. Do Partner selection. Yeah. What if you is... know them? Like, okay, let's just pretend like you know them. Like it's somebody you've seen at a con- con- conference a few times and you've okay. been wanting to play with this person approach go okay first of all I wouldn't approach first I would try to watch them do a scene okay great that I would gain a lot of information from just watching the flow and the energy exchange and then probably like you were saying if I've been eyeing them I've already watched a scene or two whatever so right and then I would approach them and I would be completely specific with what I was looking to do. Uh-huh. Is that informed consent? I would hope I'm informing them in order for them to give informed consent. Yes. And then I would probably also offer up what I am looking to get out of that scene. And I would ask, is that something you think you're able to do or you would be willing to do if you're even interested? And then they would hopefully ask a lot of questions as well. And then we would kind of go back and forth for a while. And then consent to me at that point is I'm consenting to start negotiations about X scene. Mm -hmm. So then we start, all right, now we're going to negotiate. Now we're going to start talking about specifics. We're going to talk about, 
all right, when you say you want to be in subspace, I want to know what that looks like for you. Do you become nonverbal? Are you, uh, you know, a f- yeah. I hold my fingers up. Do you want to drop a, a ping pong ball? Do you, are you okay with speaking? Whatever, you know the specifics. So yeah. the consent for a scene would first be, hey, do you consent to even entertaining this idea based mm-hmm. on the knowledge that you have now? And then mm-hmm. do you consent to negotiating about it? Cool, let's negotiate. Now after negotiations, do you consent to doing the scene? And mm-hmm. then, Because yeah. you can change your mind, you right? You can. I mean, what if you start negotiating with somebody and then it comes out, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm actually epileptic and yeah. I didn't bring my meds with me this weekend, but I haven't had an episode in I a few months. I do not negotiate to that risk. I am sorry, I'm not willing to do that. But next time yeah. you have your meds with you, Let's talk again and we can see if the timing is right. Bravo. Gold star. So that's what I would do. I don't know. Now, let's say you decide and you negotiated a scene is now Saturday night um, and you are at the dungeon. You have prepared. Your legs are shaven. (laughs) (laughs) This bitch is ready. Right. Smooth as a baby's bottom. And here you are and you have a fucking headache and you start the scene. And you consented to the scene and you no longer want to. I call red. I call red. Is that personal to the other person? I would hope not because, I mean, and shouldn't be, because I would be very over-explanatory in why I called red. Because I'm not just going to call red and be like, I don't want to do this. And then run away because that's a fucking bitch-ass move. So you call red and then you, you see your naked butt running right <laughs> you find me in the smoke pit you know so whatever right. um no but then you then that's conversation okay now right. it's communication time why did we call red i feel like there should be a lot of communication after anybody calls red in a scene yes um yeah. even if somebody calls yellow and depending on what your yellow is yeah. if that means stop and pause and communicate or if it just means stop yeah. what you're doing and i think that encroaches into negotiation which negotiation and consent go hand in hand so i'm trying really hard to like not delve into that they do but- in scenes and yeah. yeah bdsm but when it comes to just sex like obviously i mean yeah i guess you kind of negotiate sex but like sometimes you don't sometimes I mean, you just kind of go yes this, so- again some there i don't ever want to be a dude but there are times i wanted to be a gay man because there is a negotiation of who's top and who's bottom and who's, you know, who's swapping, who, you know, yeah. are we switching? Are we versing? What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. Because they need to know what they are expecting. <laughs> you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it, it, not that any of us have it any, you know, harder or easier. I just, just because, uh, I don't know how, maybe because they're amazing humans. I have surrounded myself with a lot of gay boys. Yeah, I think you can say the same. Same. And yeah. so I hear the ins and outs of something that I will never do as a not a gay boy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Of how they how average regular human beings in my life negotiate and consent to shit and how they determine what's what. Yeah. Um, I think that let's use scenes as an example. Um, you can take away consent during the time it's happening. That's part of your negotiation and should be. Yes. You can stop wanting to do something during the time it's happening. Yeah. And you can say, you never mind, I changed my mind. Yes. However you choose to say it, right? But there is a difference between that and regrets. Regrets, I want to touch on. Pause. Second example. 
<laughs> I have so many thoughts. We're putting a pin in it. I've I've been sick. Um, for anybody who's listening, I've been super fucking sick. Like the plague has come to my household, and so I haven't talked to anybody in days. Oh, unless it's like well. Scoot's been ignoring me because <laughs> he knows I'm just <laughs> right. And like talking was excruciating. So today's the first time in three days I'm out of bed. So you're getting like the full thing. Oh boy. So I am. How is this different from any other episode? <laughs> yourself. I don't. All consent. the way. Go fuck yourself all the way over there. <laughs> um. All right. Examples. Let's let's do a. Let's do a power exchange consent thing. This is more of a 201, so we can do something light. Yeah, let's do something so, lighter. Let's do something lighter. Because I feel like one of these days we need to delve into consent within power exchange. Yeah. Especially yeah. when it's total power exchange and things that like MS and whatever. You have negotiated what is and isn't allowed. But let's just say you have negotiated with your dominant t- type and you're this type in the situation. Um, of uh, them being t- t- able to tell you when to be naked in public places, right? Dungeons and shit. Okay. And you are not wanting to do that. Mm. Two options. One, you do it anyway. So today's Friday and he says, we're at the dungeon, get fucking naked. I don't, I don't know why it's a he. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I sound so like head norm, but like, it's just in my head. I just, whatever. So he says... Get naked. You don't want to. Option one, you do it anyway. You didn't say I don't want to, and you do it. Is that you consenting? This is where it gets dicey because it gets very dicey because you, in, in some scenarios, whether your DS is structured this way or not, Mm -hmm. you are giving explicit consent for your dominant to make the decisions and you are saying I trust that you are making the best decision for me at any given moment does that mean your consent is no longer required does it mean your consent is no longer revocable yeah so you might not have to say yes to everything because that's an implied yes, right? Based on prior negotiation and conversation that you've had. But does it mean that you can't say no? It, that's, I think, one of the most common things I deal with when I talk to people about their relationship issues is, well, I was in a DS. They told me to do this thing I didn't want to do. I did it anyway. But that against, goes against my consent. And I said, did you say I don't want to? Well, I wasn't, I'm told I can't say no. Uh, okay what did you do that's a it's a common one wow there's there's different ways to say no without saying the word no correct right correct and so some people are trained to not use the word no but communicate in different forms it gets so tricky so i don't want to dive into it because i do truly believe it's a two-on-one but i want to like for the audience that is listening put that in your head next time you're in a relationship and you think about giving up consent like blanket consent Mm -hmm. Um, right. You're giving them blanket consent, but where are the little pockets where you have the autonomy to communicate your limits? Or do you not? Because there's plenty of people yeah. who are in total power exchange who don't have any. They say, I don't give a shit how uncomfortable I am. I will do it. And I've consented to being uncomfortable. That's. Which, yeah, 
there's tons of people like that. Um, I have definitely been in situations where I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this because Mm -hmm. this is what is being asked of me. But now I'm storing this away because this needs to be a conversation for next time. Because now I realize I didn't, I didn't know I would feel this way. Correct. When asked to do this. But because I've given explicit consent to my dominant in this scenario, right? because I've said, yes, I will listen to you. And I'm, yes, I will trust that you have my best interest in mind. I will do this. Yeah. And then if I'm still feeling the same way at the end of doing this, then I'm going to make sure that I have a conversation with my dominant privately mm-hmm. about how that made me feel and express my feelings to him. Yeah. And if he chooses to do it next time, then I, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like so, in yes. some scenarios, you have to be able to say, hey, that made me uncomfortable. I don't yeah. really want to do that anymore. I don't like it. It's embarrassing or I don't want to do this, whatever. Yeah. If you have the type of dynamic where your dominant says, I will listen to you. But I'm not necessarily going to share the same opinion as you yeah. on decisions that are made in the future. You may have that dominant or you may have the other dominant that says, OK, what would be a compromise for next time? Mm-hmm. Or you might have a dominant who might say, I won't ever do that to you again. If it's a no, like there are plenty of relationships where you have to say yes. And the first time you say no, this relationship's over and that's negotiated, right? It needs to be agreed upon enthusiastically and informed. I think one of the things, and we can put a pin in this, um, that people should consider, and I would love to talk, I want to get somebody who is some sort of a psychologist, psychiatrist type to talk about the mental things that we go through when we agree to do things we don't want to do because we've priorly agreed to them and the implications of that mentally that it has on us. I have seen people change in front of my eyes from the person they are in day one of a MS relationship to day 200, 700, whatever, because they trained themselves and their dominant trained them to be a person who will say yes to everything, whether or not they want to. And what that does is it takes away, in my opinion, a small part of your humanity and individuality, which they might be choosing to do without fully understanding because you do not know what's happening right. until it's happened of your mental like stability and the implications of that. So that one of these days, that's my request for topic of conversation that you have with somebody because I have seen it happen, but I'm not well educated enough to discuss it. But it's very clear that mental conditioning, whether it's positive or negative, happens in kink and BDSM. Yeah. We condition ourselves to learn what pain feels like. We condition ourselves to learn how to consent to things that make us uncomfortable, knowing that we may love it after it's done. But we're just scared to say yes, or we may hate it, but it makes us feel good to say yes, to do something we don't want to do, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. The mental implications uh behind bdsm i think are vastly overlooked (laughs) and i'm not talking about mental health and using that bdsm to build it up i mean especially because many of us come into this with our own mental health concerns we're working through or if you don't have a good grip on your shit you can't protect your brain and your soul and your whatever against certain things that you can be conditioned into which is 
includes, to bring them back to topic on my rant, includes informed consent um, or knowing when enough is enough and so on and so forth. Because there's plenty of things that I I love CNC. I love CNC on both ends. I am a pusher. I will push you knowing that you don't within, and this is going to sound terrible, but within a negotiated place, I will push you past the things that you don't want to do. I've done it more than once when somebody says, don't do that. And I have done it knowing that I can, because that person is going to be, you know what I mean? It sounds terrible saying it out loud, but I think that people who delve into CNC understand that. I am also terribly afraid of the implications I might cause the trauma I might cause by doing something that brings extreme uh, hurt to somebody mentally because they consented to it. So, so, so whatever. So anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm on a tangent, but I think that a lot of people think consent goes to things like dates and impact play and whatever cutesy shit. And they forget that consent extends into long-term relationships and power exchange consent uh, within friendships in all social settings. Like Mm -hmm. that's my fucking What's the soapbox thing? I'm on my goddamn soapbox, yeah. right? Know yeah. where you stand and do some in-depth look b- before you make decisions in life. Yeah. Because if you consent to things, what you're doing is you're not giving the person in front of you the opportunity to succeed. Because if you consent to something that you're about, yeah, you're basically putting that person into an uninformed situation. Yes. Or an ill-informed because they think ill-informed. that you're okay. Right. With that's it. a good point. Ill-informed. I yeah. stand corrected. Yeah. So no, valid um, points. Valid points. I have another example, and this will bring us to our topic that we love so much. So, and I'm will actually use a specific example that's been brought up to me. I am a person and I have reached out to you and I have talked you up because I am very sly and really good at talking and whatever. Um, I am an older gentleman. And most of the time, I wouldn't be your type, but I have somehow gotten into your brain and we're hanging out. You have consented to meet with me. You have consented to hang out with me, obviously, because you told me where to pick you up and so on and so forth. Mm. Um, We are now going through a drive through car wash uh, and we hook up in the car wash. Right. Don't ask. I don't have answers. It must have been a quick. Like, is it a car wash disco? Because, like, I'm a fan of car wash discos. Where I just, I did just see your Snapchat of that. <laughs> if you would like to see, um, reach out to Bella. Bella has the best car wash disco dance I've ever seen. Oh, how fun! Um, so anyway, you're, you know, you hook up with this older gentleman, and then you go about your way, um, and then you know, a couple years later, or whatever multiple allegations against this person come up all very similar. I never implicitly said no. Right. Mm. But I wasn't comfortable and I felt like the yes was pushed upon me. So now you come forth as one of those people and say, well, yeah, I did fuck him, but I didn't want to. Did you say no? No. Did you push him off and leave? No. It, there was one example of uh, this person that said, well, this gentleman was pushed me into this situation, but then I also got back into their vehicle and let them take me home and whatever. I, I wish, I wish we did do video of this because my face is like in a consistent pursing of the lips. Oh because, no, I, I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> these are the, these are the stories and experiences that. I have so many thoughts on this. I have so many thoughts and 
there isn't a blanket statement Mm -mm. to any one of these experiences because anything I say will come across as just shitty. So what I will say is, um, and there's always like a, but you're not considering, but you're not considering. And there's a lot of arguments. Yeah, there's always a but. And there's always a, you know, circumstantially something was different about this time or whatever. Right. Um, yes. Circumstantial. Thank you. That's the word. Every single thing we do is circumstantial. There is no one type of black and white situation. Yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, these, these types of scenarios are very dicey. Um, I think that, I think you have stereotype that falls into play here of how women should be. Right. Um, on a date or how a younger gentleman, even if it's an older guy, I mean, I know plenty of gay men who have gotten raped because they oh, were yeah. younger yeah. and they saw I know this. straight men who have gotten raped by go. women because of whatever they were intoxicated and this woman pushed upon them, so yeah. on and so forth. Yeah. I mean, it can happen to anybody. Yeah. Um, there's the stereotype of like, well, I bought you dinner and you should be thankful. Like you're driving around in my car and I took you out and I did this and so now you owe me. And that wasn't ever negotiated or consented to beforehand, but it's assumed. And yeah. so that's one part of it. There's another part of it of the, the other side of it is it's very easy um, for people who have never been in that situation to say, well, why didn't you just say no? Why didn't you just get out of the car? Why didn't right. you just, why didn't you? Right. And I ask those questions as somebody who didn't do those things. Okay. So I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I will ask them not because I expect them to say, well, I don't know, or give me because I, I asked myself those questions. Well, why didn't you just say no? There was no good reason. Right. It's because we're fucking like, there's this something in our heads that just says, I don't want to hurt their feelings, or I don't want to cause a wave or su- I, whatever subconscious thing. Well, and, and that's okay. There's plenty of, there's plenty of stories too of like, I didn't want to say no because my fucking survival instincts yes, kicked in. That's a and big one. I don't think if I, if I said no, he may have killed me or she may have right. hurt me or who the fuck knows what would happen. Right. So I was so scared to say no because I thought, well, the pain I might suffer from not saying no yeah. is less than what I might go through Correct. if and I there. stand up to this person. And there are multiple times. Yes. Right. I get that. So there's multi multi factors that go into all of these stories. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't personally know what I would do in that situation. I think would you say that your consent had been violated though? Because here's my thing: I think a consent violation um, is obviously there, again no black and white, but there was assumed consent and then it was taken away or not respected. Right. Right. Um, so either you said yes and you did the thing even though you don't want to, or you didn't say no and then they did the thing even though you don't want to, et cetera, et cetera. That doesn't mean it's a consent violation. It means it's a regrettable decision. And that I take my opinion. Yeah. Does it fall on both parties? So like I had a conversation with said male in this situation later, and I read messages that those people had written to them. And I said, This is how I, as a female, read this. And they did not read it in the same manner, right? Mm. Meaning they did not understand the same issues that I saw. And that was twofold. One, don't be a fucking dumbass. If you're trying to fuck women, you better start understanding how women speak. Yeah. Two, if you are a woman who is fucking fill in the blank, make sure that they are clear on your requests. 
even though I understand, I hear you how hard it is because I am that person. It is still our responsibility to protect ourselves. Nobody else will. Yeah. And then it is the responsibility of the other person to be a safe person. So said person, the reason that they ended up getting banned is even though most of, not all, most of the items that came forth about them were like this, mm -hmm. where it was clear that it was gray, it was icky, it was whatever. There was nothing black and white and solid for the most part. There was one or two items. Sure. However, this person basically used the gray area to live in a manner that was self-serving, meaning you weren't a safe person to communicate consent with. Mm. And so I think, again, partner selection. Sure. Right. Sure. Were you vetted? Did people say stuff about? No. So personal responsibility goes hand in hand with consent, in my opinion. Yeah. Should you have regretted? Should you be angry with this person and say, hey, you know what? I fucked you yesterday, but I need you to understand something. Now that I'm in a more safe space, I was uncomfortable with that because I felt like I really didn't have the opportunity safely to say no. And I didn't feel like there was an open door that asked for that no at any moment right. or asked for that yes at any moment. Right, right. Be the person that is clearly okay with hearing yes or no yes yeah be a safe person yeah you fucking idiots that be safe <laughs> be, be autonomous enough to be able to use your words and say yes yeah. or no and be the person who can also accept a yes or no with As grace and dignity and don't part. be a fucking that asshole hearts don't be a I fucking asshole as a top, my biggest fear as a bottom, you know, my biggest fear was not knowing how to say no in situations. My, um, my biggest fear as a top is pushing limits, right? Yeah. Not because this person didn't explicitly say I can't do something or whatever. They didn't give me a limit with this thing because I'm a fucking pusher. I like to see the raw emotion of a human being. My biggest fear as a top is that I will ignorantly consent violate within a moment and then have to deal with the consequences. Mm. So it actually holds me back quite often from really letting loose on shit I want to do. But at the end of the day, I've made the choice for myself of like better safe than sorry. I'd rather my dick not get wet than it get like too wet. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tears and blood and shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, um, that sounded so delightful. Jesus, what's wrong with me? Anyway, you understand what I'm saying? I get it. So, yeah. You know, it's scary. As a top, we hold so much responsibility in situations because we hold so much power at, when we're in the moment. But I so, also think bottoms need to also know that they hold sister. a lot of responsibility as well, just Absolutely. as much. And yeah. you also hold the power too. There yeah. is no one on this planet that can have all the power over you except yep. for you. Yeah. You are either letting them have some or you're yeah. using it yourself. You are not, yeah. that it cannot just be taken from you. So I think it can like in the moment. I oh, think that's where the malicious thing comes in. That's fair. That's fair. And right? I'm under, I'm not talking about yeah. the rare instances or the common yeah. instances of, of yeah. someone completely manipulating We're you. Within the, within the non-rapey consent yes. circle. And completely yeah. <laughs> talking about the, the, yeah, the, yeah. in that regard. It's, so. Again, it's, it's a discussion that's been going on for, you know, for a hundred million it years. Is. And you could talk, going. you could say what ifs and, and circumstantially and well in this scenario 
and you could do this on and on and on about any given topic. So this is one of those things where, yes, there's a lot of gray area. What people need to try to do is really adjust those lenses as much as you can during conversation in order to get a clearer picture, in order to offer informed consent and to gain informed consent, because otherwise you're going to have a bad time. Amen. Consider what is your intent behind your thing that you're doing, your interaction, whether it's meeting somebody for the first time and saying hello at a munch or you're you know, negotiating for power. What is your yeah. intent? Yeah. What's your intent? And and, and are how... you willing to take responsibility for yeah. yourself and receive the responsibility of yeses and nos? Yeah. So be a good person. I think if you're just be a good fucking person and kind, it ain't, and it's not surprisingly that fucking hard. Own your shit. Don't be an asshole. Amen, sister. So it's an easy, it's an easy <sighs> little motto to follow. Um, yeah. All right, we're going to wrap up, but I feel like we can talk probably uh, many times again on this topic. So I agree. I definitely would like to, to delve into more CNC shit. Yeah. But I also think uh, if anybody has any suggestions of medically certified professionals that have dealt with mental conditioning, I would love to hear from you. Yeah, that would be. That would via be, this podcast, please yeah. talk to Leah. Yeah, reach out. <laughs> Leah Leone Media, gmail.com. Hit me up. I consent to receiving your email for being on my show. <laughs> You're never going to hear one, though. She never said anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, we will talk at you later. Bye. Bye. All interviews on Submerge are from consenting adults sharing consensual experiences from their life. All opinions expressed in today's episode are those of the individual giving them and should be taken as such. Always do your research before entering into anything potentially dangerous. Vet your partners and always negotiate thoroughly. We record all episodes unscripted. Please reach out if any potential corrections to information you heard today would help our community be safer and more educated. Contact us at Media at gmail.com.